1: Fridays on the Huge Show across Michigan are presented by Van Andel Arena, DeVos Performance Hall, and DeVos Place in downtown Grand Rapids. And here's what's on the schedule. Tomorrow, C.S. Lewis on stage at DeVos Performance Hall. Tickets on sale right now at Ticketmaster.com. June 27th, Morgan Wallen with Ernest and Bailey Zimmerman, the one night at a time tour at Van Andel Arena in downtown Grand Rapids. Those tickets on sale right now at Ticketmaster.com. June 29th, Dude Perfect, the Pandemonium Tour at Venandal Arena in GR. Those tickets also on sale at Ticketmaster.com. July 11th through the 16th and the 18th through the 24th, Broadway presents Frozen 16 performances at DeVos Performance Hall. Those tickets also on sale at Ticketmaster.com. July 12th, the hockey fans will dig three ice. It's a three-on-three hockey tournament with some of the biggest Names in Hockey at Van Andel Arena in Grand Rapids. Get your tickets now at Ticketmaster.com. July 18th, NF at Van Andel Arena with special guest Cordea. Tickets on sale now at Ticketmaster.com. July 21st, Big Time Rush featuring Max and Jax at Van Andel Arena. Tickets on sale now at Ticketmaster.com. July 26th, Grand Rapids Symphony presents the Goonies at DeVos Performance Hall. July July 27th and 28th, the Grand Rapids Symphony presents Rick Stevens' Europe, a symphonic journey at DeVos Performance Hall in downtown Grand Rapids. Those tickets on sale now at Ticketmaster.com. And August 2nd, Incubus Summer Tour at Van Andel Arena in downtown Grand Rapids. Tickets on sale now at Ticketmaster.com. And here's what's happening at DeVos Place in downtown Grand Rapids. July 29th, it's the River Rat Rumble. Amateur Boxing Showcase with some of the top amateurs in Michigan. Hosted by the National Latino Amateur Boxing Association. And July 29th through August 6th, the U.S. Open Chess Championship. An annual business meeting at DeVos Place in downtown Grand Rapids. More info? Just Google DeVos Place, DeVos Performance Hall, and Van Arena. Fridays on the HUGE Show across Michigan are brought to you by three of the top venues in our state, Van Andel Arena, DeVos Performance Hall, and DeVos Place in
0: downtown GR. Are you ready for HUGE opinions on the Lions, Tigers, Wings, Pistons, Michigan, MSU, and every sports team in the state of Michigan? It's time for the HUGE Show.
1: What's up, Michigan? It is time to begin another statewide journey on the only syndicated afternoon sports radio show, 19 stations strong. For the one close to you, go to thehugeshow.net. Free stream is there weekdays at 3, and also on the iHeart app, search The Huge Show, and you can listen live anywhere in America where you get mobile service. Superfly Hayes is our executive producer. Back in downtown Grand Rapids today after an unbelievable day and night at the Ascend Sportsbook and Nightclub inside Soarin' Eagle. Tim McCormick, Special K, Greg Kelser, Moe Pete, Herman Moore. What an evening. I got to host the NBA Draft Preview Show and MVP Productions out of Detroit. These guys are total big league broadcasters. You can see it. I have the link at Hughes Show on Twitter, The Hughes Show on Facebook. Greg Kelser told me right near the end, off mic, he says, You're really good at what you do. And I said, Did you ever say that to Magic or Bird? Did you? None of us were right on our predictions. I think we were with the Pistons at where they were picking was going to be almost best available. Man, I like what they did. Thompson's going to be a shutdown wing. He'll free up Ivy and Cade. And the Sasser pick is the one where they swung a deal with the Celtics at 25. He was college basketball's best shooting guard last year at Houston. So that's a cool pickup. So I like what I saw. Yeah, you know, the celebration for Victor in San Antonio. I was thinking... As we're all watching it, like I told Mo Pete, could you have imagined what downtown Detroit was like? And Kelser and Tim McCormick said, hey, Bally Sports Detroit would have been doing 12 hours of pregame coverage. We wouldn't be here right now. And Little Caesars would have been full with the Pistons fans. Here comes a generational talent with Victor. You can just say his name now. It's Victor. You know what you're talking about. But, as I talked to Anthony Clark Jr., one of our NBA insiders, prior to this broadcast, yeah, it would have been flashy, a ton of attention. I think you increase attendance immediately. But was he the right fit? You know, where the NBA is going, when you see Beal and Booker and Durant all together right now, there's only one basketball. And we watched that implode with Westbrook. A. D. Anthony Davis and LeBron in L. A. Even Chris Paul. I, I, I keep looking at this deal with him going to the Warriors, and he's making thirty million a year. I don't look at Chris Paul as a thirty million a year guy. I think he hurt the Suns more than he helped them. I really do, and i I don't get it. Uh, I believe what they're trying to do is show a team that Draymond Green. Would re-sign with? As Steve Kerr said, when they were knocked out of the playoffs by the Lakers, we're not going to win next year without Draymond. So does Draymond sign a a deal because there's an option on Chris Paul next year, where maybe Draymond signs a two a four year deal, but after two years he can opt out, right? And maybe the Pistons will be ready then. It's crazy. Porzingis now. With Tatum and Brown in Boston, I, Pistons are young. They're talented. Cade and Ivy have the potential to be superstars, right? Oscar Thompson is 6'6", uh, the best defender in the draft, which Tim McCormick mentioned last night during our broadcast on the Soren Eagle Facebook page. So they need a defender. They need more defense. Sasser's tough. If you watch Houston Cougars and Kelvin Sampson during his last probably three years, they they are guys that look like they want to beat you up. I really love both of those picks for what they need right now. I have no misconceptions that they're going to be a champion in the next couple of years. But I think they could make a big jump. And when you say big jump, from 17 wins to that 35-40, close to 500, maybe get into the play-in tournament. But you got to keep everybody healthy. And then Jed Howard goes in the lottery. Buffkin, a few picks later. And as CBS Sports said, it's a head-scratcher about Jed Howard. I, I don't get it. Nothing I watched from that kid showed me that he's a next-level player ever at Michigan. Maybe that spurt to start the Iowa game. I always looked at Buffkin like, you know, he's going to get stronger when he does, and he's still very young. He's a slasher. He can finish at the rack, and he has a nice J, and he has size to create a shot. But I'm looking at Orlando and I'm like, hey, are they planning on Juwan Howard joining their franchise? I don't know. I, I, I didn't get that. But you know what? It's really not what you did on film or, you know, video or the computer they're watching. Any, any format. It's really how you work out and how a team sees your potential. That, that's the difference in this draft. And where the NBA drafts are at now, NFL doesn't draft on potential. No, they they draft guys who could help make a roster or or help a team and make a roster. NHL will draft on potential. Then the guys will go play, you know, junior hockey or college baseball. drafts on potential. It was a like whoa. We we're, were there at Ascend at Soren Eagle last night, and you're like, what? Well, wait a minute. You know, our panel all said Tim McCormick, Greg Kelser, Mo Pete, Herman Moore. We all agreed. We thought Bufkin was going to be the first to go. Clayton Safey from Wolverine.com, Michigan Insider when it comes to everything. Michigan basketball, football, and all sports. In Ann Arbor, he's standing by in the Rose Coffee. Guest line, how you doing, my man?
2: Doing well. Happy Friday.
1: Yeah, back at you. Uh, how surprised were you to see... Howard go that early, were you even surprised at all?
2: I was surprised. So a uh, little inside baseball. I mean, we had our stories written and just pretty much insert what team took each guy. And uh, I was ho- hovering over the publish button on Kobe Buskin's article right around that 12, 13, 14 range. or right at, you know, and then Jet Howard goes at 11. Uh, and we had to kind of change course there. Just took, you know, about 30 extra seconds. But I uh, was very surprised. But I was reminded, too, and I think you're right, You know the difference between the NBA and the NFL and how they draft. For those of us college basketball fans, I think we get a little bit of a sobering reminder every time, uh, each and every draft. Uh, You think of some of the guys we enjoy watching for four years. A lot of them go undrafted. A lot of them end of the second round, that sort of thing, when you're watching at 1 in the morning last night. Um, But another thing is, too, those teams that have multiple picks in the lottery, multiple picks in the first round, a lot of times one of those goes to a guy who is more on potential or they're willing to take a little bit more of a risk. Um, and I think that's probably what this was. Jack Howard can shoot the lights out. He has obviously a long way to go in a bunch of other aspects of his game. He's got to rebound better. He's got to play some sort of defense. Um, but, you know, with his frame and with his shooting ability and with his pedigree with his dad playing 19 years in the NBA, I think they thought it was worth it. So I was surprised. I thought he'd go in the teens or 20s. Uh, But I guess, you know, Orlando must have really wanted him, and they went with him there after taking Anthony Black at number six.
1: Yeah, I I started to look at that pick and say, man, maybe Juwan's going to be their coach next year. I don't know, or (laughs) join their staff. Seriously, that's how I looked at it. And then Buffkin, even though he was four slots later to Atlanta, I started to think, as you know, I'm – Looking at the the draft list, looking at where where you go, because that that's a big part of it. Look look at where Draymond Green went. Would his career be the same in the NBA if he didn't go to Golden State there in the second round? And right. I, I look at Buffkin now with Trey Young. Uh, he's going to get a lot a lot of chances to get that rock on the wing and either take it to the buck, bucket and finish, or try and hit the outside J.
2: Yeah, I think it's a it's an interesting set have DeJounte Murray there too so I don't know that he's going to start or anything right away but I think the thing that's important with both of these Michigan guys too uh, and I'm sure you know a lot of people are thinking wow they had two top 15 picks only school in the draft to do that they also had Hunter Dickinson how did they not make Mm -hmm. the tournament last year which is an extremely valid question but I think with both of these guys uh, a lot of it was drafted on potential and Kobe Buskin really started to come on towards the end of last season I know he was good all year long, but I don't know if he was quite lottery pick or top 15 good until probably those last 12 games. There was a turning point of February 2nd, the game at Northwestern, and you look at his stats from that point on, they were really, really good. His shot-making started to improve. He started to hit more of his jumpers. Uh, I think he shot like 48% from three in like a 10-game stretch on the stretch there. So he really turned it on. Um, and I think Kobe Bufkin, as a Grand Rapids guy I know as, as you are too, uh, I'll be excited to root for him there in in Atlanta. Um, it'll be an interesting fit, and I like, you know, to uh, something to you know note with Jet Howard. Orlando just loves these Michigan guys. They got Franz Wagner, Mo Wagner, Caleb Houston, Jet Howard, and Xavier Simpson.
1: Do we lose Clayton? Uh, seems to make sense. Oh, we just we lost you for a second. You were talking about all the Michigan guys that are on the oh, Orlando yeah. roster, right?
2: Yeah, they got uh, Franz Wagner, Mo Wagner, Caleb Houston, Jeff wow. Howard, and Xavier Simpson on the T-League team as well, In uh, Ossalia, I believe it is. So uh, they love their Michigan guys, and obviously they have Grand Rapids roots and Grand Rapids ties there, the DeVos family, so I think they're really excited about what they got and Jeff Howard, what he could provide down the road.
1: Maybe Juwan's their head coach or assistant or in, uh, in their organization a year from now because I don't see Michigan doing anything. In the hoops this upcoming year, Clayton Safey from the Wolverine.com is joining us on the Roast Umber Coffee uh, guest line. Yeah, uh, two top 15 picks in last night's NBA draft, first rounders, and Hunter Dickinson going to Kansas, and you couldn't find your way uh, to the upper half, upper third of the Big Ten or the NCAA tournament. It's a must-win year for Juwan. I know people, oh no, they're never going to move on him, no. It's Michigan basketball. Uh, there's a lot of money being paid to coaches. He's got to get them to the tournament, or have a 19 and 13, 20 and 12 year where the team played well and they came up just close.
2: Yeah, I mean, it's hard to imagine missing the tournament two years in a row at nah, a program. Can't like this and keeping your job, but at the at the same time, too, I mean, some of it, some of it with the roster, especially this off season. Is out of his control when you look at NIL based on what Hunter Dickinson was making here compared to Kansas. So they've got to get their ducks in a row in general. And if I'm if I'm Juwan Howard, yeah, I know there's pressure on me to win, but I'd also look right back at the administration and say we got to step up our game when it comes to NIL because times are changing. And you know when it's the transfer portal and the money that's you know changing hands in college sports right now, they've got to get up to par in that respect. And there are teams like West Virginia and Baylor and all sorts of teams that maybe haven't had the success that Michigan has that are doing better right now in transactions with their roster. So they got to step that up.
1: I think Michigan is stepping up with that M power for football, and their yeah. their financial NIL investments will be for football. You just mentioned schools like Baylor, West Virginia, even Kansas. They're not paying football players seven hundred grand to come play like they did Hunter Dickinson with Bill Self. So it depends on what right. what is the power sport or sports, plural, at a school. And Michigan isn't any longer – in basketball, but they had two, you know, top 15 picks last night. Clayton Safey, TheWolverine.com. You can read more about Buffett and Howard being drafted. Also, Harbaugh preparing uh, for the fall camp at the TheWolverine.com. Clayton, enjoy your weekend.
2: Back at you. Thanks for having me. All
1: right, Clayton Safey, checking in on the Roast Umber Coffee guest sign. You can order up Roast Umber for your home, your business. It's a craft coffee. Roasted and brewed in Grand Rapids. A Michigan-based company. And they have the canned nitro cold brew, which has no additives, no sugar. Official wake-up drink of the huge show. Go to RoastUmber.com. That is RoastUmber.com. Yeah, Michigan's going to invest in football. That makes them all the money. Just like Kansas invests in basketball out in Lawrence. Baylor basketball's bigger than football. West Virginia, I think basketball is on an even playing field in terms of NIO money in West Virginia. you want to join in, we have our Budweiser Folds of Honor Can huge question of the day uh, that you can answer in regards to Bufkin and Howard. Who will have the better NBA career, Jet or Kobe? And I mean Kobe Bufkin or Jet Howard. Answer that question at one 838 4843 That's 1-866-838-HUGE. That is on the Mercantile Bank listener line. Mercantile Bank with locations all across the state, a local bank, you can trust and depend on, and that's more important than ever before. So who has a better MBA career? I'll say Bufkin. That's my huge opinion, and I'm sticking with it. I want yours again on that Mercantile Bank listener line at one eight six six. 866 838-HUGE.
0: From Grand Rapids to Detroit, this show is huge. Grand Rapids, you asked for it. Big Time Rush are coming.
3: Big Time Rush, live in concert. Can't get enough tour. Van Andel Arena, Friday, July 21st with special guest, Max, and featuring Jax. Get tickets now at livemission.com. For
1: more, visit BigTimeRushOfficial.com. Have you ever played golf at Tullymore? St. Ives. Have you experienced a stay-and-play package in Canadian Lakes, Michigan, less than an hour north of Grand Rapids? Well, here's what you need to do if you want to take advantage of great deals right now. Go to TullymoreGolf.com. That's com, and you'll see the link for packages, accommodations, dining, meetings, weddings, events, and so much more, and especially golf on the 18-hole layout at Tullymore and the 18-hole Drive for a cause at Mini on the Mac on August 4th and 5th. Hundreds of Mini Cooper owners will come together at the world famous Mackinac Bridge. You can register now at minionthemac.com to be a part of this one of a kind event. That's com.
0: You're listening to The Huge Show on the Michigan Sports Network.
1: The Huge Show is back live across Michigan. Superfly Hayes is our executive producer. Post-NBA draft conversation coming up with Keith Langloy from Pistons.com on their two first-round picks. Ant Wright at its Ant Wright. He liked Thompson at 5. So did I. Buck Gino will join us. He does high school sports for our flagship station. 96 One the game. Color commentator with... Brad Mikita, Drew Neitzel also is the lead guy in basketball. Buck has jumped in, follows high school sports. His thoughts on the rise of Kobe Bufkin from Grand Rapids Christian High School to Michigan. Now pick 15 by the Hawks last night in the NBA draft. Scoop Jackson, ESPN, Chicago.com. NBA insider on in all the trades. What other ones are coming? Anthony Clark Jr., one of our NBA insiders in studio. And Dr. Pink, another Moving Ferris Forward interview at the end of this broadcast. Before we go to Keith Langlois, let's grab Scott and Holland listening on WHTC. He's been hanging around. Appreciate the wait. You're on the huge show across Michigan.
5: Hey, big brother. Hey, I just a few quick takes. One on the NBA gra- on, uh, Pistons draft. I love what Coach Monty, our new pet and that's probably our biggest pickup. <laughs> but um, I love what he said when he said, I got to see what we got. Um, with Cade coming back and all the youth and getting these high energy, great defensive guys that they got in the draft, which we were ranked dead last in defense last year. So. I, I think they did well. I think they did well in the draft. I, you know, and and let's let's see what let's see what that team's going to be. If they're if they're thirty five forty wins this year, I think that's a huge improvement. And then then maybe they can look for the because I you know you read the Twitter stuff and and it's just all oh, oh we should we should go and get this guy we should go and get that what what why do we need a uh, old star right now we don't.
1: Well said, Scott. But, but Monty build it. Yeah, and I, I love overpaying for Monty. I, I seem to be more comfortable with the roster when I look at Monty and picking up Thompson and Sasser. Sasser was the Jerry West award winner, best shooting guard, best guard who can shoot in college basketball, senior year. So it's still a work in progress. Uh, last night on that panel at Soren Eagle, in the Ascend Sports Book we have Greg Kelser, Tim McCormick, Mo Pete, Herman Moore, and and they, they agreed they think uh, the veteran pickups will happen a year from now in free agency. Keith Langloy, Pistons.com, Pistons NBA insider. He joins us on the Roast Umber Coffee Guest Line. How you doing, my friend?
3: I'm doing well, Bill. I'm uh, just got to the Pistons practice facility where they you know, will in about a half an hour or so. Be introducing uh, Asar Thompson and Marcus Sasser as uh, the newest Pistons.
1: And and for you, your first thoughts on Thompson going at five, and then the deal to get Sasser at twenty-five. Your first impressions of those picks, and where you are today.
3: Yeah, uh, you know, obviously with, with Thompson, they have uh, you know a year ago uh, on draft night when they drafted. Uh, Jaden Ivey and Jalen Durr, and those two kids that instantly became the best athletes on a roster that really needed some athleticism. And now those two have some real competition for who's the best athlete. So, this pistons have really transformed themselves. Troy Weaver wants to, wants to build this team on on the, kind of the ideals of the two championship eras. And, you know, as any Pistons fans with any sense of history know, they were those teams were predicated on defense and toughness. And I think he certainly doubled down on that last night. The Sar Thompson. You know, everybody you know, look, when you when you dress these kids, you're dressing the ideal of them. So you never know what you're going to get until you see them. But uh his ideal is he can be an elite perimeter defender at minimum. And and Troy said last night that it, you know, he comes in the door, six seven, two twenty. He's ready to defend today. The rest of it we'll see where where it goes. But he you know, he certainly has an intriguing skill set and and then with, with Sasser to trade back up in the you know, I wouldn't have been shocked if the Pistons drafted him at 31. I, I didn't see Sasser steam in a lot of first-round mock drafts, but to trade, you know, two future seconds to trade back up into the first round tells you, you know, that they valued him very highly to uh, to, to make sure they got him at 25. A tough, hard-nosed kid um, wanted the ball in big moments. So I think I think the. But overall, the, you know, Troy doubled down on on his beliefs last night. He he, he wants he wants tough, hard nosed players, um, guys who can who can defend. And I mean, you got two of those last night. I, be, I'm, I'm I'm expecting him to say something along those lines here when he when he talks about these kids in a half hour uh, Tuesday when we talked to He talked about drafting guys, you know, scouting guys, and then looking for guys who are pistons. And I'm sure he's going to say we got two guys who exude the qualities that we value.
1: And, and the qualities that they value and also qualities that they need. You mentioned to start this conversation, and Keith Langloy, Pistons.com, Insider, talking about Thompson and Sasser, the Wings, or the Pistons, uh, two first rounders, and Thompson will play out on the wing, great defender. But now you could make the argument that, minus big men on the Pistons roster, that Sasser and Thompson could be two of their better defenders and their rookies.
3: Yeah, I mean, you know, they've got to get on the floor first. Uh, I I think, I think, I think a year ago we would have said if if they drafted Thompson that we would say he's going to step into the starting lineup. Right now, I. It, that remains to be seen. You know, they've got, they kind of, from a roster-building standpoint, they've got four big guys, and they they were kind of committed to playing two at a time, but they got, you know, they, they just gave Monty Williams a whole bunch of money. He's going to have some say in who starts. So um, I, I wouldn't be surprised if Thompson comes off the bench and Sasser's going to have to fight for rotation minutes. But I'll tell you what, if if he if he proves as pesky a defender, as the scouting report says, as he was at Houston, You know, four-year college player, he's going to be more ready to play than a lot of rookies. If he can defend, uh, coaches are always willing to trust guys who they can. uh, Are always willing to play guys that they can trust defensively. And if if Sasser does that, lives up to what he, you know, what everyone everyone believes about him, then yeah, I don't. I wouldn't be surprised to see him carve out a role as a as a bench guy, a spark plug. He he projects. I think you know, pure bucket getters are extraordinarily valuable. Guys that can come off the bench and heat up. Uh, you know, the Pistons have probably been looking for one who fits that ideal since Vinny Johnson. And, you know, ideally, again, you draft the ideal of a player if sensor projects to be that kind of guy. And if you can combine him with a guy who's also a hard-nosed defensive player, that's, that is a great value late in the first round.
1: Keith dot com, NBA Pistons columnist, joining us on the Roast Tumber Coffee Guest Line. So uh, with the draft done... Look at free agency and tell me what you see for the Pistons fans listening right now. What on the Detroit side that they may do or that they need?
3: Yeah, well, I think I think it's probably still like another uh, a wing, uh, preferably one who who does some combination of gives you high-level defense and high-level three-point shooting. You know, if you combine those skills, you're talking about a max player. I'm not sure one of those is available, but there are some good ones out there. The free agent market is thin enough that I, I would still probably put my money on them using their cap space, and after last night, I believe they've got thirty million, um, and, and that will be about. I think there's going to be about five teams with with more than that this year, so they're well positioned. But I think it's more likely that their thirty million will be leveraged in, into the trade market more than a, a, an out and out free agent signing. And I would I'd still look for, even though they added a star Thompson last night, I would think that the the wing would be the priority.
1: Uh, speaking of possible trades, uh, when you look at Sasser coming in, you got Killian Hayes who. As Greg Kelser said last night on our panel on the draft preview show from Soren Eagle that, you know, Killian Hayes could be a role player off the bench, but now when you look at their guard situation and how young they are, if we throw Caden as a quasi-guard with Ivy, uh, Killian Hayes, and you throw in Sasser, uh, and you just mentioned the possibility of a trade using some of that $30 million in salary cap. Is Hayes safe to stay on the Pistons roster? What's your opinion on that?
3: I think so because I think his trade value is, you know, very right. minimal at this point. He's got to prove himself before, you know, before he, you know, you got he's going into the last year of his rookie deal. So there'd be somebody willing to take a flyer on him, but I don't think you're going to get a return where if you're expecting to trade Killian Hayes and get back a player you can plug into your rotation, I, I don't think that's realistic at this point until he proves himself. So it's a big year for him. He's going to come to camp with every motivation to at least carve out a, a, a role as the, as a backup point guard and a guy who's going to you know play 20-25 minutes a game and if he can flourish in that role great um you know there's certainly room for that and and, and sasser would come in i don't wouldn't expect Corey joseph to be back so that's a role that's going to be available and if sasser can fill that role that would be that would be optimal for him too so i think you know those are all things that get hashed out starting with uh, with training camp and, and monty williams is going to have a you know wide latitude. I think the rotation is going to be completely up to him, and whether he wants to play two bigs at a time or how often he wants to do that. So that's all to be that's all to be played out. But yeah, I, th- I think Killian. I would fully expect him to be back simply because I think the Pistons are still willing to let him prove himself, and because the alternative is you, you can't you really can't trade him for anything of value. I wouldn't I wouldn't expect.
1: Uh, jeremy grant uh, former piston a uh, couple stories I've read that he could end up back in Detroit how realistic or feasible is that
3: yeah, I, I I think the the I, I think around the league, the full expectation is that Portland is committed, especially, especially with and unless Portland decides that. uh you know, all indications are Damian Lillard will be back in Portland. I, I think that there's enough of an opening because we keep hearing that teams are inquiring. So I think there's enough of a belief that that Lillard and, and you know might look at this and say I, I can't win here, but he is. Never given that indication, and as, as long as they're all in on Damian Nollard, I can't see Portland letting Jeremy Grant walk out the door unless they have a, a clear upgrade in mind that they know that would 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 eventuate if they did that, and that's unlikely. So I expect Grant back in Portland, but you never know. We'll see. You
1: can follow everything Pistons in season, out of season, Pistons.com. Keith Langlois, Sr. Columnist writer for the Pistons and the NBA, joining us here on the Huge Show across Michigan. Thanks for the update. Enjoy that press conference. Anytime. Thanks, Bill. All right, Keith Langloy from Detroit on the Roast Umber guest line. Ant Wright, another Hoops Insider from at It's Ant Wright on Twitter. Great basketball Twitter feed. He'll be by in about 30 minutes. Uh, Buck Gino. Uh, watch Kobe Bufkin in high school at Grand Rapids Christian. He's also part of the broadcast crew for high school football and basketball with Brett Bakita and Drew Neitzel. On our flagship station, 96 on the game at Grand Rapids, we'll hear from Buck uh, here in about 50 minutes. Scoop Jackson, ESPNChicago.com. He knows the NBA and the players as good as anybody in the business. What about all these deals? Are there any other big deals coming? Will LeBron stay in L.A.? Kortzingis in Boston, Marcus Smart in Memphis, Chris Paul in, in Golden State and Beal in Phoenix. And hey, we're just uh, not even 24 hours done with the draft. So Scoop Jackson uh, later on this show. Anthony Clark Jr., one of our house NBA insiders in studio and another moving Ferris forward interview with Ferris State University President Dr. Pink before this show is done. And I have a pair of Incubus tickets that we'll give away. They're going to be at Van Andel Arena. I'll give you the date. I'll tell you how you can win the tickets. So I asked Superfly, because I don't know every band, right? I go, well, what are some of their hit songs? Because I'd recognize them. He said, Megalomaniac. Oil and water. And I said, that describes me. And you and me. And the way he said megalomaniac, he kind of looked and he hempecked towards me when he was saying like megalomaniac. And I was reading between the syllables. He's saying, that is you. So some incubus tickets. A courtesy of Rich McKeegan and the crew at the Van Andel Arena in downtown GR. will give those away before the show's done. Superfly said, no, you'll forget. And then Allison and Hillary will say, do you give the tickets away? We'll do it money. No, we're giving them away today. All right? And August 2nd is that show at Van Andel Arena. Tickets on sale now at Ticketmaster.com. And hockey fans will want to check out the three ice three-on-three tournament. Uh, With big-name coaches, big-name players, that's July 12th, if you're a hockey fan at Van Andel Arena, the three-ice tournament. And those tickets also on sale at Ticketmaster.com. But that pair of Incubus tickets for August 2nd at Van Andel Arena. We'll give those away before we are done.
0: Everything huge, 24-7 at thehugeshow.net.
4: Hey, it's Brett from the Michigan Sports Network, and if you haven't had the chance to download the DraftKings Casino app, well, now's the time to do it, because any new customer who signs up using promo code HUGE can get a match on their first deposit and score up to $2,000 in casino bonus funds. They've got all the classic games like blackjack, roulette, and slots, but they also have exclusive games that you can play on your time, in your space, and within your means. It's also super safe, super reliable, and secure, so you can deposit and withdraw your cash whenever you're ready. All you have to do is download the DraftKings Casino app now and sign up with promo code HUGE and you'll get a match on your first deposit of $5 or more up to $2,000 in casino bonus funds. Only on DraftKings Casino with promo code HUGE. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call the Michigan Department of Health and Human Services Gambling Disorder Helpline at 1-800-270-7117. 21 and up, Michigan only, one per opted-in customer. Minimum $5 deposit, max match $2,000. Deposit and bonus amount require 15 times playthrough within 30 days. See terms at casino.draftkings.com slash choice
3: Imagine this winning big at soaring you Roll on Fridays to win a share of over $8,000 in premium play. Each week in June from 7 to 11 p.m., three lucky players every hour roll the dice for prizes. The rolling champion each night wins $1,000 premium play. Roll on
4: Fridays only at Soaring Eagle Casino and Resort. Your getaway. Reimagine. Visit SoaringEagleCasino.com for complete rules and details.
1: More information on the website and direct delivery to your door at roastumber.com.
0: You're listening to the huge show on the Michigan Sports Network.
1: The Huge Show is back live across Michigan Superfly Hayes, our executive producer. We're playing in the Cash Bash tomorrow at the North Kent Golf Club in Rockford, just north of GR. I think they have a few team openings left. It's like 100 bucks a golfer, but there's food at the turn, buffet at the end, prizes. So a lot of it goes right back into everything. In Cald North Kent, they have a couple spots remaining. But I did ask Eric, who's a manager up there, how are you going to monitor everybody cheating? Because if money's on the line and it's a foursome, oh my lord. And then Brett said, you know, when you just texted Eric that, he's going to think you're asking how to cheat tomorrow. And I'm like, no. But there's nothing. There is no other sport. There's not even a close second to how rampant cheating is from amateurs anywhere, any age. The game of golf. There is just flat-out cheating. Now, I'll watch my buddy Mark Rasmussen. He forgot how he can count to four, but he can count to three. I'm like, that's a four. He goes, no, it's a three. I go, my kids on Father's Day. I had them play against each other in a ball. I don't want to get in competition with my kids anymore on the golf course because if they didn't drive, they don't have a ride home. And <laughs> that's if, if I lose. And I'm, I'm watching them because I was kind of counting it to keep track, and I was writing the score down, and they would tell me their score – and it was nowhere close to what happened. Is there another sport you can cheat like golf? I have my buddy Joe Preston. He'll look. I call him Pele with how he how he uses the foot wedge. Now it looks like he's behind the tree. Oh, did a, did a squirrel bring that out to the fairway? What's up, Pele? There's nothing close. There is nothing close. Oh, Eric from North Kent Golf Club said that they're randomly putting people out to follow groups that they won't see them and see if they're maintaining the proper score on the electronic scoring on the cart to what matches what the observer saw. Okay, hold on. Eric, where are the observers? I think everybody listening right now, I will say this in unison to all of you across Michigan. You have cheated in golf. You have. You have. You have you have have cheated. You never knew what five bucks meant to you in losing a nine. You never knew that until you played the game of golf. Now, I have been with the golfers that follow every rule to a T. Like, I golf with Mark Wilson, the PGA rules official. Let's just say that was like Linda Blair in The Exorcist with the priest, and I'm the one possessed. You know, can't bump the ball. He can't do anything. Mark's following all the rules, and I'm like, that's not fun. But I wasn't playing him for anything, right? Because he's a pretty good golfer, and he's a PGA rules official. Brett will cheat. I, I, I know his thing It's like, what'd you get? Uh, and he won't look at me because I can tell when Brett's lying to me. He won't look at me. I got a, I got, I got a five. I'm like. I'm talking about not on the green, how many shots to get to the green with that five putt. Oh, my Lord. No, other Ellis, you can't cheat in basketball. You can try to cheat on the score, but golf is, because you're by yourself, hey, looking for the ball, found it. How'd he find it? That went over the trees. Found it right here and right here. Hey, Joe Preston, how'd you get from the corn line? To the 150 marker in the fairway, Pele. That'll be fun tomorrow with Mark Rasmussen. Is it Brian? Oh, his name's Paul. Okay, the other guy. Looking forward to that friend of yours as our teammate in Raz and North Kent. A couple teams remain. Just call Eric at North Kent in Rockford if you want to be a part of that cash bash tomorrow. Now, if you miss any conversation, any interview... Just search the huge show where you download podcast. Big.
0: Bad. Huge.